Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hey guys, it's Travis Cronin and you're listening to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast. I am joined by my friends, confidants, lovers, not quite yet, Miss Gwen Flamberg. Well, hello. And Miss Sarah Heron. It's Sarah Heron, who is extremely uncomfortable by the idea of being your lover, but okay. Hello, everyone. Wow, did not need that shade. I thought it was a pretty good suitor. Well, buckle up, ladies, today, because we have engagements, breakups, hot mess rehabs. We have head injuries. We have Birkin bags. We have an A-list star who decided to become a construction worker through all of quarantine. Some sex cults, some really fun this day in, and a new fun game we're calling Stars. They're blank like blank. But let's start off before we get into any of this news with our intentions. No, we are doing pretty well on our own. So these intentions are for celebrities, something we want them to start or stop doing. Sarah, hair on. Let's start with you. Well, you know, I have been making intentions for the cast of Vanderpump Rules a lot this year. Um, You know, they're all pregnant. We knew that Stassi was pregnant. Then came Lala, then came Brittany, and now Sheena Marie Shea, it's all happening, is pregnant. And we know Sheena had a miscarriage earlier this summer, and it was devastating, and she found out she might have some trouble having kids and conceiving. She was very open about it, and she's having her quote-unquote rainbow baby with Brock, her boyfriend. And I just want Sheena to enjoy this time, to not feel like she's in competition with her Vanderpump co-stars because mm-hmm. Lala and Brittany are both due in April. All three of them are due in April. Stassi's due in um, January. So classic Stassi's coming first. Um, and I just want Sheena to really embrace it and not worry about people. People, you know, are making fun of her for just getting pregnant because they're pregnant and she's always the butt of the joke. And I just, since they're not filming the show right now, I want her to be drama free and enjoy this and just not be too Sheena about it, but still be Sheena. Did that make any sense? That makes total sense. I know very little about Vanderpump Rules, but I can tell that Sheena's always like the butt of the jokes and like the yes. girl by the punch bowl. So I really, <laughs> I think that is a great intention for her to, you know, enjoy this pregnancy and not feel like she's in some type of weird pregnancy reality show competition, which I'm sort of here for and maybe we should unpack next week. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go next with my intention because I know what Gwen's is going to be and it's going to lead really well into our first story. So my intention this week is for when 
Wendy Williams. I was scrolling through TikTok, as I do for many hours a day, and I saw that clip of her show from last Friday where she they were talking about decorating pumpkins, and she was not right. And she was like, I have pipe cleaners here. She's like, I have this. And the guy was like, yeah, you are picking up objects and like describing them what they are. She looked all crazy. So I'm just a little worried. My intention for Wendy Williams is to, you know, go seek help before this becomes an issue like we've seen before where there's one mini meltdown, one bigger breakdown, and then like a huge one. And then she's got to go to rehab for a few months. So go get the help you need, girl. Gwen, tell us who your intention is for. I have a feeling I know who it is. My intention is for my favorite human of the year 2020, if there could be one, Mr. Monsieur Brad Pitt. Perhaps you've heard it's over with Nicole. And my intention for Brad is to find someone to date. You don't even have to date. You could just be seeing or hanging out with someone closer to your age who is actually single and available and not in an open marriage. And may I suggest, <laughs> Oh my God. Well, I definitely saw the end of that intention coming. Um, You know, I, Brad Pitt and Nicole, thank God I don't have to learn her last name anymore, have broken up. Sadly, she was married much younger than him. It was, I was sort of here for the weirdness of her relationship because she was married and it was just sort of like a different thing in the celebrity news. But I agree. I like when Brad is with like an intelligent woman, like of around the same age. I feel like he's such a confident guy and needs that. So I second your intention, Gwen. I'm kind of just dying to know like the real backstory because of course, being the conspiracy theorist that I am, I'm fairly certain that Nicole Pertolersky or something like that, Travis. Yeah, yeah that's pretty close. Pertolersky, her um, husband, who is 40 years older than her, they were in an open marriage, but I think he was like, girl, you go date that Brad Pitt so that we can get some press on our restaurant in Germany. And then we will like have a reality show here and we'll get all the money, blah, blah, blah. I think that maybe they used him. Oh my God, that is brilliant, Gwen. If they become like the number one reality show, like the Keeping Up with the Kardashians of Germany, I am not going to be surprised. It's going to be um, like, it's gonna be like you know, pump rules oh out of their restaurant. Sarah, do you think this is all a German plot to take down American entertainment industry? I mean, I don't hate it. Vanderpump Rules, like I said, isn't filming right now. And it had a, had some drama earlier this year. So I don't know if it's coming back. So I love watching people fight in a restaurant, no matter what country it is. <laughs> well, let's go on to a couple who is doing a little bit better. A huge news of the week for our Us Weekly reader base and celebrities that we care so much about. Mr. Blake Shelton and the other Gwen, Stefani, have officially said that they were engaged. Gwen, you know, Stefani, not to be confused with Miss Gwen Flamberg, shared on Instagram on Tuesday a sweet post with a ring alongside Blake Shelton. And she said, yes, please, ring, praying face, GX. And then Blake Shelton shared the same photo and said, hey, Gwen Stefani, thanks for saving my 2020 and the rest of my life. I love you. I heard a yes. 
I just think it's funny that Miranda Lambert has had like five boyfriends in the time that we all thought Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani like were engaged already by now. They've been together for so long. I totally thought that they were already engaged, but then again, I couldn't remember that Prince Harry and Meghan Markle had a child named Archie. So we don't know, Gwen. However, it is a really dope ring, you guys. And a source told Us Weekly that the ring is about six carats and it would cost roughly $500,000. Yes, that's half a mil. And if you want to read all about the ring, see some pics, go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. Oh my God, 500,000 for a six carat, that quality of the ring must be amazing. Cause that's sort of a high price for like a six carat rock. Well, right? depends on the quality of the stone, but that's nothing what I mean. too good for Gwen, you know. I remember, take me back to like 2015 when Blake and Miranda got divorced and everyone was shocked. And then he started dating Gwen Stefani cause they were on the boys. And I feel like we all we're like, what is Gwen Stefani doing with Blake Shelton? Like, this is so confusing. Yeah. She's like a rock rocker, no doubt, like cool girl. And he's honeybee farm in Oklahoma. And they have really just surprised us. And I think he has actually kind of a cute relationship with her kids because he never had biological children, but he seems to have, have a big role in her three sons' lives. Yeah. And now they're making it official. And as much as I want to hate on it, I'm kind of here for it. I'm super it was, here for it. I love it. It's a weird coupling at first, but now I, yeah, I think we all think it's like the cutest and we ship real hard. Well, do you know who's not having a lovely time this week? Uh, Kanye West and Jennifer Aniston. While we are not a political podcast, there is a really funny part at the end of this tweet. So Jennifer Aniston, like so many celebrities this week and, you know, millions across the country went and voted. She posted on Instagram. She said, I dropped off my ballot. I did it. I voted early. I did it. Blah, 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 blah. And then she said, P.S. It's not funny to vote for Kanye. I don't know how else to say it. Please be responsible. So then he wrote, wow, that Rogan interview referencing his Joe Rogan interview um, is really got him shook. Let's go. And then he wrote, friends wasn't funny either. (laughs) I mean... Funny. There's a lot there. <laughs> There's a lot there. Mainly, I just think it's funny. Well, he's since deleted these tweets, but luckily, screenshots live forever in the Google Clash. So he, I just think Friends isn't that funny. It's just such an old school Kanye tweet that was just, it was just lovely to read and brightened up to my day. Well, his wife, Gwen, not Stefani, Flamberg, tell us about what happened. We know it's her 40th birthday because we talked about it this week. And tell us how they celebrated Well, Kim got a little bit of heat this week because she took her closest friends to an island that's undisclosed. I think it's near Tahiti. Where do you think it is, Trav? I just want to be on that island so freaking bad. I I know it's next next to Tahiti, Gwen. If if you were on that island with the K-Dash clan, Sarah Heron, what kinds of bikini would you wear? Because they are showing their kick-ass bodies off in amazing bikinis. There are so many bikinis at that birthday party. We have to do a gallery on it, of course. And you know what to do. Go to usmagazine.com slash stylish. Every single picture of all of the Kardashian sisters, friends, etc. And please, Travis, what is the plastic surgery that I would need to get done on my waist to hip ratio to have that body that Kim has? She looks like like a Barbie doll. It's fake. It's so well, fake. 
I'm really glad you asked, Gwen, because I think that's a lot of waist training. And when you fill your butt, don't make sure make sure those thighs match. You fill up the booty, fill up those thighs, I think is what this told me. But I I got like anxiety looking at these pictures about how amazing and plastic they were. So I think that's a very good question for the other girl here, Sarah, that I got intimidated as what I would wear to this party. What would you wear to this party with all of these amazing fashions, doctor concocted bodies and faces? It's a lot of pressure. I mean, I would obviously hide in my cozy skims because I'm not showing my body in front of those women. Are you kidding? <laughs> I... Caftans, caftans galore. They look chic and they hide a multitude of sins. Oh, that's good, Gwen. I would go for full glittery um, caftan. I, Kourtney Kardashian's like little sort of like big mermaid sequin, like naked mini dress. I mean, I've yeah. never seen a hotter person. It was just, and... I stared at Zoomed. I did it all. Oh my God. She, Courtney is just like, has not aged at all. She's kind of like that the works. most like classic looking Kardashian of the same this whole time. And those pictures she posted with Scott, like you guys, they have to be back together. They have to, I need it. They're manifesting this. You are it's all you. Well, I think can we talk about the trouble Kim got into? Because I have a hot take. Yeah, yeah, let's let's talk about that because it seemed like she, you know, had all these guests quarantined for 14 days and flew them for a private island. And I'm not a doctor, but it sounds a little bit of safe to me. Tell us about your thoughts on the heat she's getting online. Right. So there's two sides of it. Some people are upset that Kim, you know, had this party at all because she quarantined her quote inner circle, which included all of her family besides Kylie, who Us Weekly exclusively revealed, was tied up with work commitments. And they're obviously incredibly close. There's no drama. Um, and they're supposed to allegedly quarantined for two weeks. Then they went on this private jet. You know, they all got tested, I'm sure, more than once um, and ended up on this private undisclosed location island. Now, we know Kanye was not in the first round of photos. So everyone was like, where the hell was Kanye? Or is, the tr tr is it true that there's trouble in paradise? But then we confirmed that Kanye was Was it ever there. really paradise, Sarah? Was that paradise? You don't think Kim Ye was in paradise? I think no, there was paradise. No, it always, it always gave me a little bit of strain to look at. But sorry, go off. Okay, well, we all have different definitions of paradise. Um, so then <laughs> Kanye showed up during the second half of the trip, which means during when they were first there, Kanye was not quarantining, probably doing this Joe Rogan interview, maybe flew from Montana to LA and after this island. So he was kind of all over the place. So some people are upset that clearly like this whole two week quarantine is not, was kind of, is she's just saying it to say it and it probably didn't happen. I will say to that, I mean, the, when you have this much money, the amount of Corona tests that they are probably administering yeah. is out of control at Kim's, birthday party that the fake one she had for the show you had to get tested and pass a rapid test before you could enter the room in that moment they were yeah. doing on the spot rapid tests at kim kardashian's birthday party yeah of course and i i didn't really i know it's sort of like flaunting your wealth to all the people who can't see their grandparents and all that kind of stuff but you know she has the means and i really i mean while i'm jealous i don't really think there's anything wrong with it right so that's the second part is her post was this whole thing. And the line that everyone is taking away is after two weeks of multiple health screens and asking everyone to quarantine, I surprised my closest inner circle with a trip to a private island where we could pretend things were normal for just a brief moment. We danced, rode bikes, swam near whales, kayaked, watched the movie on the beach and so much more. And people are taking that tweet and like making it a meme and a joke because, uh, yes, you could 100 percent argue that this is insensitive and absurd, that this is what Kim is putting out because the world is ending. But... 
what do we what do we expect from the Kardashians? Why are we looking? Why are you holding exactly. them to some higher standard? Don't follow Kim Kardashian if you don't want to see pictures of her in a bikini on her own private island. Like I don't get it. Did you guys see? I loved reading, listening to Cardi B talk about her Birkin bags. Oh. She she had a troll on her Instagram. Well, of course, Cardi is always with a Birkin. She has like a bandana one for her blood's lineage, a pink glitter one. The list goes on and on. She's got like twenty in her closet that she showed and someone commented that they are that cardi and other rappers like the city girls were named are devaluing birkin bags because of like the type of girls that they are and mainly based on their race so cardi took to instagram and she said first of and oh and this commenter asked her if she could just walk into the store and buy a bag or if they knowingly discriminated against her because she's a rapper and she says, first things first, I could definitely get a bag. Actually, I got four bags today from their Hermes store. I don't want to brag, so don't even try it. And then she says, why don't y'all come like this for white celebrities? Why you got to be asking us? What the F? You know, and she also mentioned that her song, Bodak Yellow, you know, she makes bloody moves with red you know, red on her shoes. She talked about Louboutins. Their sales went up over a thousand percent after Bodak Yellow hit one percent. So she's like, we elevate this. You know, we don't bring it down. And I thought it was just like really like an interesting topic to bring up. Gwen, stylish.com ambassador, what are your thoughts? We covered the entire story. First of all, we covered the story when Cardi showed off her Birkin collection out of control. You guys have got to see the whole collection. We covered the clapback and Cardi's 100% right. And then Offset took it a step further where he posted, you know, standing up for her and saying that, you know, every anybody can have a Birkin. If you've got the money to buy a Birkin, you buy a Birkin and you enjoy it. And they're absolutely right. And by the way, I would love to like spend a day in Cardi's closet. It would make me real happy. It would, it would give me a little whap. Yeah, I just thought it was like so like effed up that that he said that Cardi is going to bring down like Hermes bags and her and the city girls just like an actual, actual troll. Well, let's magazine.com slash stylish and read the whole story, you guys. Let's do it. And while we're doing usmagazine.stylish, since my cohorts completely overtake me, begrudge me, and just, you know, throw themselves in for seamless promotion, I've decided to carve out a little bit of segment just so they don't have to work so hard to speak over me to plug their own projects. So we're going to have a little Sarah's Corner, Gwen's Corner moment where they tell us the highlights from their world. Gwen Flamberg is, of course, running everything on the fashion and beauty. Sarah Huron, I'm not quite sure what she does, but it's something okay. to do with some reality show that's on, on Mondays or something. Tuesdays so, this year. Oh, sorry. Tuesdays this year. So Sarah Huron, why don't you, there was a lot of drama on The Bachelorette, this thing. Give us some highlights, some lowlights. Oh, it was a mess. I think we're actually hitting the peak of The Bachelorette season, which is upsetting because everyone was waiting for Tasha's arrival because, you know, as we know, Claire Crowley's The Bachelorette. She fell in love with Dale within the first two weeks of filming, which we have watched during the first couple episodes. It was really the first five minutes of filming, not two weeks, but... Um, everyone was waiting for Tasha because everyone's kind of over Claire. Um, now that Tasha was teased in the promo, which was by far one of the, the biggest like Bachelor Nation moments in a while, finally seeing her and the footage of her emerging out of the water like a Bond girl, that was probably the biggest highlight of the of the week. But I'm a little worried that now it's about to get boring because there's been so much buildup to Tasha, and I just have a hard time believing she's going to find love with any of Claire's leftover men. But that's okay. And Claire, you know, it's it's been a journey. She's been edited 
to be a little crazy, kind of Sheena Shea boy crazy vibes. Um, she's in love with Dale. They said Dale 130 times during the episode I counted. And I did a complete breakdown on Us Weekly's Here for the Right Reasons podcast with Michelle Money, Claire's best friend. So it was actually really interesting because Claire's getting a lot of heat online um, and people aren't really liking her and she's getting a lot of criticism. You know, everyone's so quick to be like, worst bachelor, worst bachelor, whatever. Um, and since Michelle's friends with Claire, she gave me a different perspective. So whether you like Claire or not, I think it was worth listening to. So we aren't all just like so mean all the time yeah. because I think Claire maybe was not the greatest choice for bachelorette. If you, they wanted to make a full 10 week show, um, they got a great three weeks. Um, <laughs> so that's why they called in Tasha. and now yeah. we're getting the best of both worlds. So I'm cool with liking both of them. And that's yeah. kind of where I'm at. All right, Gwen, let's tell us what's happening on usmagazine.com slash stylish, is it? I mean, you know that little vertical <laughs> on the usmagazine.com site. Well, we have a ton of amazing stories and pictures for you to look at, but very exciting. We got an exclusive interview and peek into the behind the scenes of the making of Marion Cotillard's first campaign as she takes the reins as the new spokesmodel for Chanel number no. five. It's these pictures are so gorgeous, so glamorous, and you'll get a sneak peek into the short film um, that just premiered as an ad for Chanel number no. five. And it's just absolutely dreamy and really sweet and romantic and a little bit of high fashion glamour and beauty and love that we all need right now. So go to usmagazine.com slash stylish and check it out. I loved that last sneak peek with the Kristen Stewart Chanel ad that you had last time too. It was so good. I'm glad, I mean, I like how edgy and like, you know, non-gender conforming it was, but I like this new Chanel number five glamour. I'm here for it. This one is dreamy. It's really dreamy. And it's about falling in love with whatever you want to fall in love with and turning it into reality. And it's just, it's gorgeous. I mean, it's Marion Cotillard dancing on the moon with a professional male ballet dancer who is so smoking hot. You can't believe it. And she's also singing in the short film. She, Marion Cotillard covers Lord singing team. And it is, it's so dreamy. Guys, check it out. Yes. Well, do you know what else was dreamy? Did you guys hear about what Army Hammer was doing during his uh, time during quarantine? Because I was very shocked to figure this out. So Army Hammer went on Jimmy Kimmel Live. He was dressed in an astronaut suit, by the way, and seated eight feet away, like full astronaut suit, which I thought was sort of like kitschy, you know, quarantine, whatever, and during the Panty Demi. And so Kimmel the asked Panty Demi? Yeah, the Panty Demi. So yeah, that little cute Pandemi. Yeah, just a little cute pandemic going on. The um, So he was asked about what he had been doing during his pandemic. And he said, I have been productive. I have been really fortunate. I mean, the world's falling apart. It's the apocalypse, blah, 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 blah. But he said, my buddy bought an old motel out in the desert um, by Joshua Tree. He said, it was this kind of abandoned, rundown motel. And I came back from the Cayman Islands where I was during quarantine. I was like, dude, I have nothing to do. He's like, dude, do you want to come live with me in this abandoned motel and do construction with me? And then... He said yes, and he's been there for months doing construction. And then, ironically enough, he said he's not good with a hammer. Interesting. It's so funny because every celebrity starts all their stories with like, I know I'm lucky and I know your life sucks, but the the pandemic and quarantine has actually been great for me personally. Like they all have the same version of that, even though like Kim, it's a it's a private island and Arby Hammer, it's living in the woods doing construction. The so, desert. Like, 
desert. Sorry. So everyone's different. Do you think he talked to any aliens? Do you think he gave Demi and Miley a message through the aliens? You know, I think Army Hammer is the type to like play a joke on Demi and Miley when he sees they're coming and to like shine a flashlight into the sky to like speak with them to aliens. <laughs> but, you know, it was just a really weird thing when an A-list celebrity who's just going through a divorce decides to become a construction worker at a motel in the desert. You know what I also think he's saying here is because wasn't there drama like he they announced him and his wife announced their divorce this summer and like she's just been living in on the river they were on vacation she stayed there yeah. and he's trying yeah. to get them back into the united states so maybe he's that's like he's he doesn't have his kids like he's kind of losing it a little bit hot hollywood is proudly sponsored by nutrisystem nutrisystem is a leader in the weight loss industry having helped millions of people lose weight over the course of more than 45 years do you feel like in these times of social distancing and working from home that weight gain has been creeping up on you with all those takeout snacks let me tell you you're not the only one we all feel big this is where Nutrisystem can help you get back on track. Nutrisystem is simple and convenient, and it's great getting delicious, filling meals delivered right to your door every week for way less than you would spend on takeout or delivery, and it's much healthier. And a delicious breakfast is as easy as grabbing a snack bar or muffin on the way out the door. There is a wide variety of recipes, and I save so much time as meals come together quickly, which is way less stressful and less time-consuming than going to the grocery store. My favorite is the broccoli and cheddar rice and all of the delicious chocolate-covered snack bars for lunchtime. And I can assure you that it's a great program for those looking for a complete plan to lose weight and stay healthy. Order Nutrisystem now. Go to Nutrisystem.com slash usweekly to get 50% off. Again, that's Nutrisystem.com slash U-S-W-E-E-K-L-Y to get 50% off. Now let's get back to the show. Sarah, uh, Ryan Felipe sort of uh, took a shot at the champ this week and shaded Ellen a little bit. Tell us about sort of the shadiness that he was shading. You know, Ryan Felipe, I believe, on a run um, and had to stop his run, which is relatable, to take a selfie of him in front of an Ellen DeGeneres billboard. And he wrote, and remember to be kind, dot, 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 wait. Um, perfectly executed shade yeah perfectly executed instagram shade now do we think that ellen was mean to ryan or he's just sort of like jumping on the bandwagon i mean she he's was married to reese witherspoon who was like one of ellen's go-to's so i actually thought that was interesting because reese is close to ellen and we saw Ryan and Reese celebrate Deke and their son's birthday together last week. Yeah. So they're on good terms. So I wondered what Reese Witherspoon was thinking about this. I don't think Ellen went after Ryan, probably specifically. I think he was more poking fun at the whole thing. But I would love to know if it came up during Ryan and Reese's like handoffs. It definitely, the child. Did. It definitely did. When the kids are switching cars, they're like, did you hear about Ellen? <laughs> yes. Uh, but it was perfect shade. I love like a really well done Instagram shade. Well, not too much, not too shady perfectly executed and he looked hot in the selfie so can't go he, wrong he did look very hot and i think ellipses are very important when doing online shade all right let's talk about someone who definitely knows her way around the shade game miss black china there were some court updates and her legal case against the kardashians and 
surprise, Black China will have her day in court against Chris, Kim, Chloe, and Kylie, no Kendall, in their law- unlawful contact for getting Rob and China's season two canceled. China is seeking millions of dollars in reparations, uh, and she's also going against Rob personally for his revenge porn that he posted in July 2017, which was really messed up. So that court date begins on November 29th. Uh, keeping up with the Kardashian stand, Sarah Huron, what do you think about this day of court versus Black China versus the Kardashians? I mean, at first I was going to be like, all right, move on. I'm so over this. Just the whole Black China, like Rob and China was not a good television program and it was canceled because Rob and China have a horrible toxic relationship and it was not a good idea to have it on television. It was just going to make it worse and make the toxic relationship even more toxic. So I don't think there should have been a Rob and China season two and I think she needs to let it go. However, I forgot about the revenge porn thing and that was pretty rough. So I guess she deserves some justice in court for that. However, little dream, you got to feel bad for her. I feel like this is just like her trying to stay relevant in the news. I mean, and get those millions of dollars. But yeah, I agree. The revenge porn thing was really messed up. So she's sure she get a payout for that. Anyway, let's talk about sex cult. Sarah, you're on. <laughs> Tell us about them. I love a transition and I love that I'm the sex cult expert. Um, Nexium co-founder Keith Raniere has been sentenced to 120 years in prison. He was convicted of seven felonies related to his involvement in Nexium, which prosecutors labeled as a sex cult. Now, if you've been watching The Vow on HBO or, um, you know, seduced any, on stars is so much better. Seduced on stars, any of the, you know, cult classics about cults these days um you know that keith has tried to maintain that he's innocent he recently told right before this um his hearing he told nbc news that one of the things that is most important in our country is the justice system and although people can hate me and do think i'm awful both the devil and a saint should be able to get the exact same treatment under our justice system Uh saying that there's horrible injustice going on whether you think i'm the devil or not the justice process has to be examined that's true, homie, but like you're not the one who should be preaching social injustice. This is finally we got justice. People yeah. are getting justice against you. Yeah, you trafficked all those girls and branded them with your and Allison Max initials, brah. I'm glad you're going to jail. So he's yeah. been sentenced. The, um, the Brofman sisters have been sentenced. So we're sort of just waiting on Smallville actress Allie Mack. What do you think is going to happen to her? I think she's going to get like 80-ish years. I think she's going to get a lot of years because from someone who loves those cult classics, really going to be laughing at that for a while, Sarah. Um, but she was <laughs> such a ringleader and I guess she was brought in on the same premise that all the other girls wore, but she took it a step further and she brought all of those girls in started dos the dominant over submissive program which led to the sex cult thing but what i think are weird are there are still some women who are dancing outside of his prison window um three of his ex-girlfriends showed up to court to still support keith ranieri which is just it shows you how far this can go gwen have ever been in a sex cult ever started one you know, Sam, I'm I'm gonna take the fifth on that. But have you guys been watching the stars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The stars one is so much better. The stars one is so much better than the vow. And the person who I think is like the unsung hero of the stars one is Princess Elizabeth of Yugoslavia. Oh my God, she's the amazing. She's the star, the grandmother of India, Oxenberg. Mm-hmm. You know, I just find that guy so creepy. Yeah. Um, I am so happy that he got 140 years and he can never terrorize. 120. 120, whatever. It's still a long time. 
long time. He'll be out in a buck ten. Her grandmother, Princess, is amazing, and I love when she first went to one of the classes. She's like, "This all just seems so creepy," but I didn't want to say anything. <laughs> he kind of reminds me like like you were saying of there's women still like supporting him and like showing up um at his hearings and his jail and stuff it's like r kelly all those girls who were at his hearing and like still live with him like i feel like we were in surviving r kelly when that came out on lifetime we were all like we ought to save these women and we kind of forgot about them and that just reminded me like oh my god how many women are still like living with r kelly right now well r kelly's in jail so he's living oh good yes he is (laughs) i didn't know that Yes, R. Kelly is locked up in jail. And he's- Thank God I solved it. <laughs> no, they solved it. He's in jail. And he's actually had a lot of, he's had to be in solitary. He's been attacked a few times. So, you know, his comeuppance is getting there. Thank goodness. Well, let's take a break from these sex cults. I know I need a break from the sex cults that I, I joined. I've been in Nixium for 10 years. And <laughs> let's do this day in pop culture history. I think you guys are really going to like this one. So in 2014, it was announced that the new reality show, I Want to Marry Harry, is going to premiere. I watched every episode. I had a feeling you might. This surprising dating show featured romance and twists with an average Englishman is giving an upper crust makeover and he met 12 single American women who thought that they were going to marry the actual Harry and he was just lying to all of them. Honestly, justice for the show. They only aired like two episodes on Fox and, they and then they canceled it. it. Yeah. It was so bad, but then they put them all online and I spent one day, I have like a very vivid memory of being at my parents' house watching every episode online and just freaking out like it was batshit and well, what i loved end, it sarah i don't remember oh my god i think they found out i think the girl found out that it wasn't really harry and they like pretended they were still going to be together and they lasted for like a day i think okay that makes sense well also um on this day in 2011 uh does warlock and winning and tiger blood mean anything to you because it sure should Charlie Sheen? Yes, this was the time in 2011 when Charlie Sheen was having his major, major Twitter meltdown. And I'm just going to read you some little highlights from 2011 during this time. This warlock is the breach, poised, T-minus 51 minutes, ready my tiger blood dripping lips. You've been warned. And then another one, the Tigers of the World had issued an apology to Charlie Sheen. In a written statement, please forgive us that we've been such blatant imposters. Clearly you, Mr. Sheen, is the only real tiger blood known in the universe. And then um, a fan from Tulsa, Oklahoma, tweeted him, asking him to follow him. And he said, I invented invented Tulsa, Oklahoma in my sleep. And, you know, hashtag winning. What a time to be alive during at this time. I kind of miss it. It was like a simpler time where we weren't so worried about like now when Kanye has like a Twitter spree, we're like smart enough to know that like, oh, he needs help with Charlie right. Sheen. I feel like we were all just kind of like laughing along with it. And I guess that wasn't necessarily the right thing to do, but it was a simpler time. It it sure is. All right, guys. Well, we are going to do another new day, another new game called Stars. They're blank like blank. Where we go through, and I'm going to ask the ladies for um adverbs, nouns, you know, ex- expletives, dollar amounts, all of that, and we are going to create a little Mad Libs. So, Sarah Huron, adjective. Crazy. Gwen Flamberg, adverb. Terribly. Terribly. Yes. Okay. Um, Sarah here on dress designer. Um, Marquesa. <laughs> Problematic. <laughs> um, Gwen, verb. Running. All right. Sarah here on um, explanation. Oh, my Lanta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gwen Lamber, dollar amount. 
$500,000. Okay. Sarah, here on Adverb. Quickly. Gwen Flamberg, hated celebrity. Kanye. Sarah, here on a beautiful celebrity. Jennifer Aniston. Okay. And Gwen, I need a number. 12. Sarah, here on I need a noun. Cat. Okay. And then the last one, Gwen, I need one more adjective. Stupidly. Okay. It's an adverb. I I changed it. I changed it. It's all good. (laughs) um, Okay. So here, guys. So stars, they're blank like blank. And this is, um, we've just received this actually breaking news. Uh, Claire, the Bachelorette, has written a note to the producers about her edit. And we have uh, been able to break this news on Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood podcast. Hi, Bachelor producers. It's me, Claire, your most crazy Bachelorette. I need my voice to be heard concerning your terrible editing. First off, my dress last night was designed by Marquesa and was very unflattering while Dale was running it off of me. I screamed, oh, my Lanta, when I saw how I looked in that $500,000 gown. Secondly, I think your quick way of editing me to be the villain of the story somehow makes me look like Kanye. And I hope this letter makes you realize that I am much more of a Jennifer Aniston. I hope that you will find that your 12 horrible edits made me feel like a cat. Sincerely, your stupid bachelorette, Claire. Wow, a a journey. A journey. And just, I want to share this one that I did uh, with my boyfriend before, because it's just really fantastic. Hello, Bachelor Producers. It's me, Claire, your most whoppy bachelorette. I need my voice heard concerning your rough editing. First off, my dress last night was a Versace and was very un- unflattering while Dale caressed it off of me. I screamed, bazinga, and said when I saw how I looked in that $432.68 gown. Secondly, I think the ginger way you edited me to be the villain of the story made me look like O.J. Simpson when I hope this letter makes you realize that I'm much more of a Reese Witherspoon. I hope you find your six horrible edits made me feel like a gremlin sincerely your gay bachelorette claire oh boy interesting interesting (laughs) i know okay i really really like this game and we are definitely doing it every week speaking of games we like and do every week do you guys know what it's time for what it's time for celebrity birthday boxing media Sarah Huron's favorite game. Thank you, Gwen, for putting your gloves up. This is where we go into the very, very, very real ring and put celebrities against each other in fights that we have worked out with our managers beforehand. All right, Sarah Huron, since you love this game so much, the first round is for you. Matthew McConaughey, who is 51 this week, is battling David Schwimmer, who is 54 this week. All right. Bye, Ross. Obviously, Matthew McConaughey. Obviously, Matthew McConaughey. Ding, ding, ding. Ring that bell. Uh, Gwen Flamberg. Kris Jenner, 65 years old, is in the ring with Jenny McCarthy, who is 48 this week. I mean, this is tough because Jenny McCarthy, anybody who would have the guts to do an ad where they're sitting on the toilet. Do you remember that candy's ad? I do. I do. That, That person, that human is strong. However... Chris Jenner has taken her daughter from a sex tape to like supreme fame. I think that she is possibly the strongest person in the universe. So Chris Jenner would just knock Jenny right out. Oh, love it. And Sarah Huron, we have Chris Jenner versus uh, Matthew. 
McConaughey, 65 and 51. I mean, Chris Jenner is my queen, so she wins every time, no matter what the game all is. Right, all right, all right. Oh my, oh my God, and we thought the match was over, but who's that coming from the stands? Oh, it's another celebrity birthday who's come to take the gloves from Chris Jenner. Gwen Flamberg in the bonus round. Miss Sally Field, who is 74 this week, is taking on Chris Jenner, 65. Sally Field would get the energy of everybody who really, really likes her, and she would take Chris Jenner right now. Well, that is all the time we have for this week. I hope you enjoyed all of the celebrity news and all ridiculous games, Mad Libs and all of that. Don't forget to tell your closest friends, your enemies, random people you met pass on the street, and the teller at the Starbucks drive through to like, subscribe to this podcast, share it all around. We will be, we will send you emojis in your DMs and flood all your photos with likes if you share online because we are that desperate for your attention. And come back next week for more of Hollywood's hottest news stories. And thanks, Gwen and Sarah. We'll see you next week. Bye. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.